0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 23. Looking at verses 1 and 2, read from today's New International Version. The previous day, Paul saw a great opportunity go unfulfilled when the crowd at the Temple Mount did not allow him to finish his message to them, but started rioting again. And they started rioting when he said that God gave him the uh, the vision and the assignment to preach to the Gentiles. And that brought out all of their prejudices and their um, pride in being Jews. And now Paul had another opportunity to win Israel to Jesus. And as we continue studying in the book of Acts, we have to ask ourselves, is it a better opportunity? And as I was reading this and listening to uh, it read to me, I, um, I gained a greater appreciation for the tenacity of the Apostle Paul. But let's listen to Acts chapter 23, verses 1 and 2, read from today's New International Version. Paul looked straight at the Sanhedrin and said, My brothers, I have fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience to this day. At this, the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near Paul to strike him on the mouth. Again, Acts chapter 23, verses 1 and 2. Read from today's new international version. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite Podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Acts chapter 23, verses 1 and 2, read from today's new international version. Paul has uh, been actually saved from the riotous mob by the soldiers and uh, their commander. So they uh, ordered the Sanhedrin to come before them to meet so that they could understand what is going on. They don't understand what the Jews are upset with Paul about so let's listen to what the commentaries have to say and as we go through this chapter you will find out just how tenacious the apostle paul is so let's go ahead and listen to the commentaries paul standing before his peers because remember he's a rabbi he's looking earnestly at the council the word denotes a fixed and earnest gazing a close observation and of course paul would pay uh, attention he'd be attentive and uh to the men on the council he was arraigned before them and he would naturally observe the appearance and 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 try to ascertain how many were sadducees how many were, um, were pharisees and this was the same council and these were the sadducees who were the governing body of the of the Jews in Jerusalem over religious matters and it uh, consisted of 70 elders so he's speaking to these men who are his peers who had formally commissioned him to persecute christians in acts chapter 9 verses 1 and 2 And it says he stands before them, and he says men and brethren, because again, he's speaking to them as peers. According to William Barclay, this address meant that Paul was bold in speaking to the council, setting himself on an equal footing with them. The normal style of address was to say rulers of the people and elders of Israel. And then Paul says, "I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day," and the commentaries had a lot to say about that. So, if you want to read that for yourself, uh, I, I think this one is probably the best. I think it came from Pulpit Commentary. He says that um, that he that Paul is saying that he has lived as a citizen, and he's using a special reference to the charge against him that he taught men against the law and the temple so what he's saying is that he has lived as a true and loyal jew so even when he was persecuting christians he did it because he thought it was the right thing to do until god stopped him on the damascus road and gave him a new commission and he understood that all that he'd been studying in the law and the prophets came uh, came uh, was revealed in jesus christ the law and the prophets were fulfilled that's the word were fulfilled in with the coming of jesus christ his birth his death his resurrection and his ascension the high priest was ananias and he commanded those standing uh, next to to paul to strike him on the mouth or to slap him on the in the face which is what some of the commentary said paul's claim of good conscience offended the high priest who was corrupt and that's according to josephus josephus records that he was quick-tempered and that he did not honor his office He was well known for his greed and uh, it says that he stole for himself the tithes that belonged to the common priest. But this man, this Ananias, this crooked priest thought that someone accused of such a serious crime should never claim a, a clear conscience. To smite Paul on the mouth was a method method of silencing him. And it said that was a common practice Practice in the uh, East up, even up today, even today. But for a judge to treat a prisoner on, on trial for merely just stating or starting his defense by uh, protesting his integrity was infamous. That was different. No matter what the motive was, the order was illegal. For the Jewish law said, He who strikes the cheek of one Israelite strikes, as it were, the glory of God. And he that strikes a man strikes the Holy One. The act was illegal and particularly offensive to a Jew at the hands of another Jew. And remember... He's among his peers. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for those who have been given the commission to share your word. Some of the people they meet love and want to learn. But there are so many others who don't want to learn and who are hostile toward the gospel. So we're praying for them as they go on their uh, mission and do their work as missionaries, teaching and preaching and sharing the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, uh, that his life, his death, his resurrection, his ascension, and that he is at the right hand of the Father. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who makes intercessions for us. We thank you for your angels who you've given who are given charge over us. We thank you for that. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. So many needs, you know what they all are. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.